Good morning, everybody. I'm Ryan Turner, your registered dietitian, here to fuel you. And several times a week, I'm going to be coming to you delivering impactful five-minute shorts and amazing guest stories. Overall, to help you control and overcome binge eating, improve performance, and support your body composition goals. And remember, if it's working for you, your health, your mindset, and your definition of success, no one deserves to tell you different. You do you. Fuel you. All right, so when I am talking with a lot of my clients and even just people one-off at a party that ask me questions about nutrition, um, I need to return to some of the more basic, some of the more fundamental ideas around nutrition. And one thing I love to share and something that I try and really stick with because it does really come back to um, scientific thinking um, is going to be the theory of Occam's razor. Now, if you're not familiar with Occam's razor, and I'm not an expert in exactly kind of like where this came from, what I thought, but it is pretty simple. And I want to, I just want to share with you some things that I've always known of it, and also just, uh, just from a quick search, making sure that I can give you some information on exactly what it means, because I do use it a lot, and it helps, I think, calm people's minds. And so if you're someone whose theories in terms of nutrition, at least in this case, uh, kind of run wild, and I'll give you an example of that. Um, it might be where someone says, you know what, I'm having a really time losing body fat, losing weight. And I, you know what, I am, I'm so on track with everything and I'm doing everything I really should. And so it must be the hormones in my body. It must be just something else working against me. Um, you know, I've been doing this for so long. So it's not only that, but now it's the fact that like, it could, it's like the foods in my environment. It's like the, these hidden type of, uh, of, of food additives, right? So I start hearing these stories and these concepts. And it's not that I, I'm, I'm not uh, aware of maybe how someone's feeling. Uh, I want to make sure that I am being empathetic to someone who feels lost and frustrated. So when I hear that, I hear someone that is just needs some support and listening. And so, yes, I hear you. I hear you that you're frustrated. I hear there's a lot of things going on. But at the same time, let's not get too far away from the basics. And it just helps us come back. And to be honest, it's very selfishly, I love to just kind of talk out loud. I come, I come back when someone gives me that information and I say, all right, Hold on. Let's come back to this theory of Occam's razor. And uh, it's something that a, um, a lot of scientists, a lot of like theologians will end up using just because it's going to help drive a more plausible explanation of things. And so the Occam's razor, Occam's razor, the theory of it is really just to help uh, cut out superfluous inf information. And as I, I'm going to look back over my notes at some things, and this is obviously beyond something that I always kind of think through as I'm kind of going. But when we talk about Occam's razor, we know that um, this came from, comes from a person usually, right? So William of Occam, I believe in the 14th century, um, as I was looking stuff up earlier, from the 14th century, he himself was a theologian. And this idea of simplicity was not something that was exactly new because a lot of philosophers and theologians before him used this idea. Uh, and you can see this in a lot of their work. But it was really named after, and I think once someone kind of spoke up at it more, it was named after William of Ockham. And so this is a theory that kind of brings out, uh, you know, the answer for simplicity, the fewest assumptions. But overall, what it really stands for is it stands for, uh, it's basically a problem, it's a problem solving principle that uh, entities should not be multiplied beyond necessity. I'm obviously reading that, that's not in my mind. 
but entities should not be multiplied beyond necessity, which basically means there can't be multiple answers. It doesn't need to be excessive or superfluous answers to really uh, get to maybe the answer we're looking for. I'm going to bring this back to nutrition in a second. But in terms of uh, some examples of this, I want to make sure that you think about uh, something I was I was trying to look, look, look up more examples before because I have mine for nutrition, but just to kind of nail this home, you might be, uh, maybe uh, you could be texting somebody and they haven't replied in many hours. And so there could be many possibilities why they haven't. And I think this might relate to a lot of people, especially if you're someone listening to a podcast because we're on our phones and kind of, um, you know, more in the tech world here. But our, our, our brain could run rampant. They could be injured and they aren't able to get back to you. They, um, they might be secretly mad at you for something you said and you don't remember. And now that kind of brings it on trail. But really, their phone probably died. Right, so the simplest answer there is going to be the best one. Or something else could be you come home and there's just trash everywhere in your house, and you just you don't know what happened. What could it have been? A burglar must have broken your house and just searched through your trash for for sensitive documents, and they want to just steal your identity. But really, I think just maybe the dog got into the trash. Right, so something that's probably a little bit more plausible. Now, all those things could happen. Uh, you know, uh, our worst realities are kind of um, realized. But I think it's something here we want to make sure that we're really staying, um, keeping it simple. And so, again, why I'm bringing this theory of Occam's razor up because a lot of times when I'm in conversation with people and they're letting me know, oh, you know what, I feel like I'm not making progress, or I've tried so many different diets, or I've tried done this or that, I just can't seem to put on more muscle. Come down to the simplest theories first, right? Or the simplest, um, you know, explanations. Okay, so, you know, as frustrating as it might be, we have to take a look at your calories again. And so you were telling me that you were trying different diets. Okay, great. What were you eating? Well, I was eating X, Y, and Z. Great. Okay, do you know how many, maybe how many calories your body needs versus what you were taking in? No, I wasn't measuring anything, but I was, I was, I was just, I was eating all the things I was told. Okay, well, likely you could be eating all the best things, but maybe the calories are too high. Or someone tells me I'm having a really hard time putting on muscle. Okay, well, let's think about these. Okay, the simplest things here. The hardest time putting on muscle. Are you lifting? Uh, well, you know what? I've been running a lot and I haven't been lifting as much. You know, I've been injured. Oh, okay. So having a hard time putting on muscle. It, there's, no, there's no fault or blame there, but it's just coming down to those simplest theories for someone. And especially, I think it brings a lot of calm and it brings a lot of support for someone when they do realize, okay, I have to get back to these foundational things first before I start letting my mind one run wild with these different ideas of what's going on because we all do it, right? It's a, I'm very familiar with that as being known as catastrophizing. We think of like the worst case scenario coming out of all this. My body is just not working. I can't do, my body is working against me. Or, you know, in these other cases that I used, it was the burglar that trashed the house or it was going to be... Uh, your romantic partner or your friend, they're just extremely mad at you. No, it's their, their phone died. The dog just messed up your trash. Your calories are just a little bit higher than you need them to be. Let's work together and figure out how to kind of get that back under control, right? So this theory of Occam's razor, I always come back to it because it really ends up really just supporting us and making sure that we can get back to the things that actually work and support you. And once we've rolled those things out, we usually find an answer. And if we don't, we're going to move on to the next thing. That's Always going to help someone. So anyway, Occam's razor, a great thing to come back to. 
But let's leave it there. Always trying to make these five minutes shorts five minutes. Where am I at? Let's check this time. All right, seven, coming up to eight minutes right now. Anyway, guys, I am Ryan Turner, your registered dietitian, here to fuel you. We'll leave it there for now, and I will see you next time, guys. Take care. Bye.